Get it done. Tato. That was Big's Backyard Ultra, the Aotearoa edition. I'm Matt Raymond. And I'm Eugene Bingham. This is Dirt Church Radio. Interesting conversations with interesting runners. Can what you got? What you got? It's mail. It's lit. It, it is in the first couple of uh, episodes we ever did. Yeah, we pretended to open letters. Um, this shoe company who was suing us, but this is an actual, an letter, actual letter addressed to Dirt Church Radio at Five Riverhead Street, Riverhead. You don't want to talk about that being sued anymore. No, you have always have said. But anyway, yeah. look, we'll open it. It is yep. addressed to Dirt Church Radio. It's literally opening a letter. And literally, it's got a stamp and everything. It does. Oh, this is heart further faster. Something very cool. Oh, has it got? Oh, it's kind of sticky, but look, it looks like the front cover of National Geographic. It does. And it is Further Faster Volume 2, and Further Faster in Christchurch, New Zealand's ultimate independently owned outdoors retailer, the bestest, are having their new shop open this weekend, and they've busted and they took out their neighbours and they've opened the shop up and it's really wide. And, uh, yeah, if you go down to 57A and B, Buchan Street in Christchurch, you can hang out with them go all the time. Go see Badger. Go see Badger. Go see Rocky. Yeah. And they say it's not just an, featuring on the cover there. Featuring on the cover. It's not just an outdoor store. We are outdoor gear haven made for you. So you did this, thank you. Oh, so good. Wow. Wish we were here with you guys, there with you guys. Uh, yeah, further faster, supporting us with the good gears and supporting you guys. Mm, get amongst it. Get amongst it. Can't wait to get down there. Right. Wild things. Yes. If you use the code. DCR2020. Yes. You get 15 months with the price of 12. I know we keep banging on about yep. that. But it's such a good deal. Good community. Good community. Access to the trial directory. Yep. Access to gear, access yep. to specials, yes. access to races. They're always giving away races. Yep. They're giving they away really good races. Really good yep. races. Absolutely. Yeah. Get amongst it, people. DCR yep. 2020, use that code. You can sign up to Wild Things. 15 months for a price of 12. Why wouldn't you? And we get we get a little we'll kickback from a little, it as well. of, little bit of a kickback there. Yep. All right, cool. Ultra Spire. You'll notice uh, a shuffling sea level dwelling herbivore uh in any of the um the promotional uh fresh choice kepler challenge uh, what pack is the natural pack of the kepler challenge it's the zygos 4 and you'll see mm. a photo of yours truly wearing it mm. going up to mount luxmore not just wearing it rocking it well rolling it <laughs> than rocking it but look fantastic gear fantastic packs ultra spire sponsor us and we wear their gear and we love their gear and if you go to ultraspire.nz you're in luck because the zygos 4 is back in stock and i've had plenty of people actually getting in touch with me going do you really wear that pack i'm like i wear that pack a lot and um how good it is the zygos so, is so good yeah i've had three of them yes i've had mm. two of them mm. best iteration yet so good Radio. Are you really ready? I'm so ready to quit my job and go live in the woods with my family.
Okay. Yeah. Well, what about we just do episode 115 first? We made it. 115. 115. Wow. Yep. What a weekend. What a weekend. You had a bit of an adventure. I had a bit of an adventure. A bunch of super tough people ran around the Riverhead Forest. Yep. That was a masterclass in resilience and adaptability. Yeah. What and else the, went on? Well, we had an election. We did. Yeah. We had a historic election. We did. We had test match rugby match against Australia. Who won that one? I believe we did. <sighs> quite convincingly. Sorry, Aussie friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What a weekend. Adam Keane. Uh, yes. Him of aerobic edge. The savage from the south. Crush of the cargo. He won the Kiwi version of Big Big's Backyard Ultra Marathon International Showdown with 35 laps with uh, mm. Glenn Sutton just smashing it out with him till the very end. Yeah, I was sitting at my desk uh, refreshing my yeah. Google Docs thing every hour and wishing I was still out there, but mm. ultimately reality uh, reality called and we had to pull the pig. But we'll, look, we'll, we'll bring you all yep. of that, all the results and background in. Yep. Um, you got some superb audio out there. Yeah, I went and got um, some field recordings. You did, you did. Some of it we've got a bit of wind noise and stuff, but but it's it's good fun and it's it's um it's real, it's authentic. Yeah, it's authentic. On the it, it, it was it was really amazing to be out there. Yeah. And uh, so we'll, we'll bring that to you with all the results and stuff. And we're we're still frantically hitting refresh because the race continues. Absolutely. Overseas. So while <laughs> we're still finished several down here, who, who's still going? Well, well, we'll come to it. Okay, we'll come change to it between it's now and then. Well, you're yeah. right. So let's let's do that. But um, you chat with Amy Sproston last week. Wow. Yeah, she she was amazing. I I, re- yeah. I reflected on that over the week and her. Just how considered she was, and mm. and at the same time very warm, and uh, it was amazing thinking about what she was doing and some of the things that she pointed out. You know, when she said she went into the bar, I, you know, went into the McDonald's bathroom, and so I went to go into a, I went into McDonald's in Saudi Arabia, and there was no woman's bathroom in the restaurant. Mm. That was really kind of jarring, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but gave me lots of good memories of running in weird places. Actually, yeah, yeah. To that. One thing I want to do more of is run in, in places further afield. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Bamiyan is pretty special. <laughs> uh, but you know, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it's good fun getting um, out and about. What else we got going on? Well, uh, we got a special treat with some breaking news from Mal Law. Yeah, something pretty amazing that's we just, coming up. We just spoke to him before we we, we came on, and uh, yeah, they have something pretty amazing pretty coming big, up. Pretty, pretty big, pretty wild. Mm. And, um, so, um, mm. yeah, keep your ears out for that one, uh, and of course that special coverage of the Flying Kiwis at um, Big's backyard. But first, how, how you been, man? I'm in that like really. And I haven't felt like this for ages. That part where you've been out in an event, um, you've done a bunch of running, you're a bit sore, you're a bit tired, and just like I said before, wanting to quit your job and move into the forest, you know, yeah. to hang out all weekend with some people who I hadn't seen in a long time, or apart from you, I'd seen you a bunch, but in my family and 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 watch and and engage and sort of be a fan and be part of this amazing uh, event around the mm. world. So it was, it was an amazing thing. Yeah, how's the training going? Training's going really well. Yeah, training is going really, really well. But I am, it's amazing shifting into a focus. Like there's no, there's no off session. Everything has a meaning to it. Yes. You know, so. Which is as training should be. Yeah, absolutely. Well, when when you're focused on something, sometimes it's good just to have run for run's sake. But but when you're focused on something, it's, it's important to have every session meaning something, even if it just means this is a recovery session. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and that's yeah. been really uh that's been really encouraging actually, just going out and going, oh, I, I can 
allow myself to do this because this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So yep. yeah, fantastic. Yep. No complaints at all. So and, and and how have you been, man? Well, funny old week for me. I'll funny say. old week. Funny for old you week indeed. for me. Got to hang out with you for a bit, which <laughs> is really nice. Uh, I was on election duties over the weekend. Yep. Uh, which was it was pretty full on. Yeah. Um, yeah, big old election here. Um, and then got out to Riverhead on Sunday, which was epic. I loved it. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, it was good. It was good. And it was the weather was good. I was thinking as I was walking up towards the event headquarters, I was thinking, imagine if it was raining and miserable oh, here. It would have been so awful. Oh, but instead it was a it was a nice day. It would have been freezing. And you come to this during the nighttime, but during the day it was lovely and warm and uh it was a bit of a breeze, so it wasn't too hot, although I wasn't running lap after lap every yep. hour, so you know, um, yeah, it did. It did all mean that I didn't get much running myself this week, but that's the way things go, right? And I mean, now you're in the place, that, like, and and for those of you who don't know, I mean, since I guess March, since early March, you've been doing four podcasts a week. Yeah, four. Sometimes. What's that like? Two mm. hundred Earth years. So mm. I mean, how you you get a bit of a rest now? Yeah, yeah. Um, certainly slowing down. Uh, and then I can get back into some other projects that I've that I haven't that I've had put off um, because of this pandemic coverage and then election coverage. So I'm looking forward to doing that. Actually, some more sort of um, yeah longer term things that I can get my teeth into, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, and yeah, just getting back into some decent training. And, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm it, excited. It did feel like kind of a. A, a, a juncture this weekend, hey? Like, yeah. It did feel sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. for us, you know, having. A car having... crash along the way. And... <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, and, and by intimating that, uh, Eugene didn't have um, a psychotic episode. Or a car the, crash. Or a car crash. He's no. saying, got to hang out with me. Yeah. Yeah. General, people generally aren't having the best time because I'm boring. But, um, oh, right. Whatever. Patreon patrons. Yes. So, look. We love doing this. Uh, we want to get out to more races. I think this weekend showed us that we we, yep. we like being out and about and we're going to do more of it. Um, and we'd love you to come on board by setting up a regular donation, even for the cost of a cup of coffee a month. Help us do things that are a bit outside our reach, like buying audio equipment, improve our sound quality, um, perhaps getting a Zoom thing that I couldn't break if I dropped it, getting more races <laughs> to interview people. It would also help us keep the lights on. So, yeah. yeah. And if you can't and it's not in your wheelhouse, like we're so happy you're here. And if you have, thank you very much. Thank you, our undying support, and aroha to you. Right. Joining us is the man himself, Malcolm Law. How you doing, Mal? I'm very well, thanks, guys. Yourselves? Well, we're a bit excited because you've got a special announcement, a bit of a surprise announcement for us. Spill the beans. Yeah, yeah. So a um, little something that uh, we've been working on for quite a wee while now, um, which really uh, it's an idea that was uh, largely born when uh, Sal and I fast-packed the Hard Rock course over in Colorado a couple of years back. And uh, it's, such a, oh, it's such an amazing thing to be part of because we, we fast-packed the course and then immediately um, after we'd finished, the Hard Rock race began, so we were around for that. And, um, yeah, it was it's just such an amazing course and amazing event. And all I was thinking in the back of my mind the whole time was, we should have something like this in New Zealand. Mm. And we haven't got it. Um, yet we've got big mountains and we've, we've, we've got a lot of people who would love to come to New Zealand to run in those mountains. Um, 
so why, why haven't we got something like this? And that planted a seed of an idea. And so essentially we, over the last two years, have been looking at a lot of maps, talking to quite a few people, talking to landowners, and we have developed um, a course um, that I think rivals Hard Rock. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I've, you know, the, the sort of as a project in the back of my mind, it's been the working title is the Hard Rock of the South. It's basically something that is as big a challenge as Hard Rock, albeit in a slightly different way. We haven't got the altitude that Colorado's got, but we've got other things that can make life pretty tricky out there here in New Zealand. Wow. Um, so yeah, we've got we've got a we've got a one true one hundred mile mountain journey all mapped out and um, we are dead keen to make it uh, an event uh, for Kiwis and for internationals when <laughs> they can come back into the country. Yeah. Um, to take on what is going to be a really humongous um, but beautiful course. Wow. Mm. That sounds this, exciting. Is this, so you, you were saying Hard Rock of the South. Do you have a name for this thing? We do. It is going to be called The Wild. The Wild. The Wild. The Wild. That's awesome. Yeah. So, Very appropriate. Yeah, the, and <laughs> So, yeah, for a number – I mean, I've obviously got an obsession with the word wild. I mean, that's that's obvious to anyone, um, born from of my love from, of wild places. Um, but it truly is a wild course. Um, so it uh, it goes right into some pretty deep backcountry. Uh, there will be two points during the 100-mile race where your feet touch tarmac, and that is to cross a road. Wow, and they're the only the only two points uh, for a hundred miles where your feet will touch tarmac. So, wow. when I say it's a wild backcountry course, I mean it's a wild backcountry yeah. course. And wh- where's it based? Um, right. So, uh, details of the course will be gradually revealed over the course of time. But we are essentially in the Queenstown, Aratown, Wanaka area. There's a lot of big mountains around here. There's a lot of amazing country to send people through so that is uh that is the that is the uh that's the general area yeah yeah and and you you said in an email to us that that you'd been cooking it up with you know you and sally and there were perhaps some other people involved too so who else yeah. have you sort of roped in to plan out this uh, this well, purgatory we've, for we've, people yeah we've, we've involved a few friends just in as a sounding board to um in terms of the course development so back in the early days we and we bought in Matt Bixley to uh, look at a few maps and generate a few ideas. Uh, then good friend Ian Evans, uh, who you will have been uh, um, uh, witnessing just recently uh, mm-hmm. in the backyard, Ultra. Yep. Uh, Ian uh, got involved. And, of course, my old um, mate, my big adventure buddy, James Harkham, always has some ideas on on where courses could or couldn't go. Wow. Um, so between us, we we did we we poured over maps quite a lot and um, came up with a rough idea. Um, and what? And then a year less less winter, we did a lot of wrecking, just trying to. There's quite a few sort of grey areas on the, on the map where we go. Mm, I don't know if we can get through there or not. I don't know if there's permissions for that or not. Um, so it's gradually evolved. And what what time um, of year are you looking at? We are looking at doing it in December, mm-hmm. um, but it's going to be two years away. Right. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, so we've got plenty of lead time. Yeah. Um, originally, we were looking at doing it December next year, and then this little thing, I don't know if you've heard of it, COVID came uh-huh. along. Yeah. I'm not familiar um, with it, sorry. Okay, well, I'll, 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 you can look it up online after the conversation is finished. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so December December 2022. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, what, that's what we're shooting for. Wow. Brilliant. Well, that gives um, people plenty of time to train for this this yeah, beast. Yeah, well, we kind of figured, you know, it's the, it, it is this kind of thing which you need to get onto people's calendars well in advance. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah. That's true. That's very true. And, we, and we're very keen to bring in some top international names to – um to take part in it yeah and right now no one from overseas is going to put new zealand on their calendar for no. december next year no they probably not going to get here they, yeah exactly and, so well, i mean it's ironic really because if you were going to put anywhere in the world on your calendar to come and run or indeed watch a fully packed rugby game or anything it would be aotearoa at the moment you know it's, that's true. Uh, yeah yeah but yeah those two years will fly by i imagine with you know getting stuff ready for the race and so are you doing a pre-order or pre-sales or is it qualifying based? There's yeah, there's there's, there's um there's an awful lot to do between yeah. now and then still. So we've got a uh, we've got a website just about to go live. When I say a website, it's actually just a landing page at this point in time. Um, so it's nothing other than uh, a few nice pictures from around, from around the course. Um, but there is there a sign up form so people can register their interest yeah. uh, wow. at this early stage. So we're just we're just keen to get uh, get the word out there, start getting people talking about it, getting excited about it, and um, they can just sign up for updates um, on that on that landing page. So that's going to be that's going to be. Um, thewild100.co.nz. Thewild100, okay. And Mel, you mentioned uh, obviously it doesn't have the altitude of hard rock, but you said it has some other challenges that, uh, you know, will, uh, you know, people will be presented with. Do you want to outline for us some of of those? I hope none of them are mountain lions, by the way. (laughs) No, we're not going to import those. Great. Um, uh, Yeah, I mean, essentially... Uh, well, we're, if you just look at the stats, we're very similar to Hard Rock. So yeah. it is 100 miles, probably just a little over. Um, and it's all serious mountain country. So we've got um, probably 10 major climbs around the course, a dozen peaks that you go over. Uh, and it more, more, in fact, more uh, climb than Hard Rock was at the moment, you know, based on the mapping we've done, we're wow. reckoning about 11,000 metres of climb over the Wow. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, you get your hill legs on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I guess what – I mean, the thing, thing that surprised me about Hard Rock when we fast-packed it, uh, you, uh, you know, it was every bit as brutal, every bit as beautiful as I expected. But there's not an awful lot of technical terrain on it. You've, you're either on reasonably well-groomed trail – or um, dirt road for a lot of the way. Yeah. Just over some of the high passes, it gets a little bit technical, but for the most part, you're following a very defined trail. Right. The, what we what we've got when we when you send people into the deep back country in this part of the world around you know Queenstown, Arrowtown, um, Wanaka is you're on to at the very best sort of animal tracks. Um, so there's going to be a lot of, um, pretty much off track running. There's, there's two or three long ridge sections where 
really got nothing to follow but the natural geography of the land. Um, so nice challenge for course marking. Mm. Uh, but in terms in terms of the in terms of the sheer physicality of the course, um, I think the terrain we're sending people through is going to kind of make up for a lot of the fact that we're running at a lower altitude than you would be in Colorado. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm fully expecting that the finishing times are going to be pretty similar to what you see at Hard Rock. So um, if someone goes under 24 hours, it's going to be someone of absolute world-class pedigree that yeah. does it. Mm. Um, we're working with a 50-hour cutoff for the, for the slowest people. Wow. Um, and there'll be a lot of people in the 40 to 50-hour bracket, I think, yeah. to get, get around wow. this thing. Wow. But the, Serious the, stuff. The, the thing, yeah, yeah. The thing that really excites me, and the thing, another thing we've got in, in, in common with Hard Rock is that this is a true journey. It's a, it's a beautiful, clean, natural loop through the mountains. So you start and finish at the same point. You do a big sweeping loop, and there's nothing contrived about it at all. There's no loops within loops or out and backs. It's just a beautiful, clean journey through the mountains. Wow! So I, I can't um, imagine how many it, it hours. It's a fantastic adventure. I can't imagine how many hours you had to pour over maps to get just one loop. That's that's a lot. Of, <laughs> wow! That's the fun. That's the fun bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and 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 we're probably still playing with some of the very finer details of, of the course. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping to give it a crack myself um, towards the end of this year um, just to scope it out. Um, I'll probably do it more fast-packing style than, than race style. Um, I don't think I'd want to try and attempt it with a 48-hour time limit on me. Yeah, <laughs> especially not by yourself. No, no. Well, I'll probably, be, I'll probably have company for at least some of it. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, we'll know we'll know a little bit more about the true nature of it when, that sounds, when I've done that, I guess. It sounds stunning and I can hear in your voice that just you sound genuinely um genuinely excited. Oh, and with that genuine much. sort of amount <laughs> yeah. of challenge in there as well. So with so December twenty twenty two, which I'm sure will fly yep. by in the blink of an eye. Um, the wild. And what's the website again? It's the wild one hundred dot co dot Z. Fantastic. All right, Mal. Yeah. We better go and get our hill legs on. Yeah, I'm going to go do some squats now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> hey, one, 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 yep. One other thing I'd just like to mention, if I could. Yeah. Sorry. Um, the, the the in 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 developing this, we've we've been on again, off again in our minds. That things like COVID came along and really threw us. Mm. Um, the original place that we wanted to have as the event base um, required some extra landowner permissions and one person refused it, which threw the original plan out. So there's been a lot of toing and froing. And mm. through that and through COVID, we kind of, um, you know, we have asked ourselves, do we really want to do this? And we came to the realisation that, yeah, we we are the, we're the dreamers in, in this. We're the people with the, the ambition to create this thing. But we don't really have the experience to, be, to put on an event of this nature personally. And there's a lot of background work, you know, all that horrible stuff like concessions and safety plans and traffic management plans that we don't have the skill base for, or to be honest, the desire to <laughs> to do. So um, we've basically rescued the plan by deciding to bring in some professionals. Mm -hmm. So um, we've got fusion events involved. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, the, guys, the guys behind Ultra NZ series, um, 
so the Valley Ultra and Ultra 24 and the New Coastal Ultra uh, next year. Mm-hmm. So they have got the expertise and the professionalism and all the systems and the contacts yeah. and, and all those those key areas. So it's kind of like it, it wouldn't happen without those guys because we we came to the realization that actually there's a lot rather, to it. Yeah, we'd, we'd rather be doing the fun stuff like like dreaming up the course and helping with the promotion and the marketing. Yeah, we don't want to get our hands dirty with all that other stuff. So we are working very closely with them. They're immensely excited about it as well. Brilliant. And um, I think it's going to be a great combination of uh, the dreamers and the doers. Fantastic. Brains and brawn. Happen. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. All right. Well, um, thank you so much for letting us know about it. Hey, pleasure. And um, yeah, thanks for um, all the great work you guys are doing. No, it's a uh, pleasure. Pressed as always that you keep churning it out week after week. It's incredible. <laughs> well, thanks for supporting us yeah, as well. Thanks for well, supporting thanks. us. It's awesome. It's really, really good. Are you? Are you, are you oh. be, will you be down at Kepler? Uh, funnily enough, uh, I said I was never going to do another Kepler. So yes, I'll be there. <laughs> Fantastic. We'll see you then. <laughs> see you then. You bet. All Cheers, right. Mel. Thanks, Mel. Kia ora everyone, this is Eugene here. I've got an update to Mel's uh, announcement. He says, I realised in the excitement of telling you about the 100 mile course, I forgot to mention that we are also planning a 50 mile and 20 mile, which is 80k and 32k courses as well. Both perfect loops through awesome country too. Plenty of wild to them both. Uh, So he just asked us to mention that too. Go on, get amongst it. Wow. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah, people are going to be very excited about that. It it makes sense. Like I've been hanging out um, a bit with Ian this weekend, especially because he didn't bring up any crew with him. I know he's that. And he was like, oh, I'll just go and crew myself. So Rebecca and I gladly jumped in for a couple of hours there yesterday and you know he's one of the many indefatigable people there and his love of the outdoors and the mountains and mal's mm. love of the outdoors and the mountains and sal's love of the outdoors and james and all those people it's just going to be yeah amazing and the two years it sounds kind of weird you know planning something for 2022 but it's gonna fly by i'm it sure it will it will absolutely right heap of races back on this again yeah. yeah so first of all the new zealand trail running champs were in the port hills the crater rim race absolutely that sounds the 53K, like a bang that yeah was the was the title race nancy Zhang regained the women's title after winning uh and first of all in 2018 yeah so she clocked a race record wow 543.38 which was faster than mal aiken's um title win last year uh, so she beat it by well, quite a bit margin because it was five fifty seven last year was Mel's Mel's yep. um twenty four minutes last year. yeah yeah uh, so yeah Katie Smith was second in six twenty five forty three and the A four mentioned Mel Aiken there's a it's a weekend so she must be racing yeah. uh, third in six twenty eight oh four um, and uh, Kirsten Foley was fourth in six forty nine forty two and Nancy said she felt she felt really good. Um, despite being hampered in preparation by a tendon tear in her foot in mm. June. Yeah, remember she's been out riding a bike. Yeah, ride, absolutely, and ski touring. She's been yeah, getting amongst yeah. it. She said, I was strong in the climbs and, and good on the descents. The ski touring must have worked. Uh, there was very little wind out there, and it was super sunny. I even think coming from Queenstown, it was a little hot. <laughs> <laughs> and she said she felt it was a, a really good feeling to win a national title, and she's just stoked to be out there running. We're in a really privileged position here in Aotearoa. Oh, we certainly are. And mm. in the men's race, I was – 
I was I wasn't torn because they're both really nice people and really amazing. Did you see yeah. any of the footage of them running on the yeah. weekend? Oh my yeah. lord! So Western Hill winner, he won the Crater Rim in 2017. He returned to claim the New Zealand title in the 53 kilometres around the Port Hills, and he won that in a record time of 4:38:31. Scotty Hawker. Um, you know, he, he'd normally be overseas this time of year, but he was second, uh, racing real hard after quite a disrupted build up in 447.01 with defending champ Vajan Armstrong third and 457.33 and Will Jones, who was third last year, fourth and 508.22. Amazing. Um, you know, Westy said, I'm really stoked to pull it off. Um, and there were some fast dudes here, and I knew I'd have to get get it right on the day if I was to win the race. It looks like he really did. He said, the lads went reasonably fast at the start, and we're testing each other out. We had a steady climb up Mount Herbert, and I power hiked away from the group in an effort to feel whether they would chase me, but nobody did, said Hill. Wow. Yeah, and it was sort of, there was some updates coming through on Instagram, went there, and it was, you could see the time between Scotty and, and yeah. West, and you were sort of wondering, is Scotty going to make a charge? And he certainly did towards the end Absolutely. there, but just didn't, didn't quite, um, couldn't, didn't have enough time to bite it up, eat they it up. So, flying. yeah, what a, what a race. And, and Vargin, I mean, you know, wow. He, yeah. he, you know, ran at Abel Tasman last week. Um, He's just relentless, isn't he? All class. Yeah. So, so other results uh, in the 30 kilometres um, in the men's race, Ryan Carr, 224 flat, Steve Melton, 234.59, Hayden Zervos, 235.09. The women, Maggie Bitchard, 306.20, Sarah Munro, 307.11, and Catherine Wilson, 315.16. The 22 kilometre, Richard Melton, 145.35, Buddy Small, 152.22, and Edward Cromwell, 158.34. And the women, Louise Darwin, 205.12, Savannah Stewart, 207.53, and Fiona Gilroy, 213.27. In the 10 kilometres, Kevin Grimwood took it home in 46.46, Matt Dawson, 49.54, and Lee Butts, 51.09. And the women, Sarah Bryant, 56.39, Holly Weston, 101.31, and Alice Walsh, 102.44. Amazing effort, everyone. It yeah. looked like a stunning day. Stunning day. Right, so the Wild Auckland series was... Um, Got underway at Mahurangi, which yeah. is um, northeast of Auckland, uh, and uh, the course this year was the, well, they, well. They managed to get access to some parklands which haven't been Never. able to be used before. Yep, so absolutely. amazing, yeah, amazing. How the Collinses do it every yes. year is beyond me. And when Madeline and the girls came back to to support Sean, they yep. were absolutely fizzing, and everyone who'd run came. Sort of, there was a little convoy that oh, wow. came back, and everyone was just pumped so cool. in the expedition which is the long course about 24k first uh female was mari manja in 223 flat second was patrina kerr in 231.56 and third lynn stanton 245.57 and in the men teddy eister uh 152.50 tom hunt tom hunt here you go 153.15 and johan kvarsnevik no. Kvasnika. Kvasnika, sorry about that, yeah. Uh, 201.33. In the mid-course, the Discovery, uh, first female, Amelia Edwards in 129.26, Yasmin Campbell, 130.132, and Joe Burke in 140.39. And in the men... Gilliam. Gilliam. Yeah. Lenhurt. Uh, Lenhurt. 115.50, Damon Nicholas, 117.40, and Daniel Matheson, 121. 
12, 11, sorry. And that's a 16K course. Yep. And the tour, uh, which is the 10K, Annie Rose Collins huh. killing it in one hour 58. One hour and 58 seconds. Zara Collins, ooh, there's a bit of a beat up going on here in one hour three thirty eight. And uh, third was Michelle Dean in one hour three twelve. Good on you. Uh, and in the men's, Daniel, Daniel, 49.25. Declan Moore, 56.07. Is that just somebody's put their no, name in twice? Or? Yeah. And James Mann, 56.39. And the PHAR event is coming up on November 15. It's going to be amazing. Yes. So exterior Wellington, the Woolshed Run at Bellwood, Belmont National Park, Regional Park was on. Uh, they had a long course of 18 kilometres and first woman there was Miranda Lintett in one hour and 43 seconds, then Carla Dennehy in one hour 45.05. It's quite a winning margin. Yeah. And Heather Walker in 151 flat. And the men's Andrew Rowe, 101.12, Chris Lyons, 123.49, and Stuart Milne, 125.15. In the medium course, it was Laura Green taking it home in 104.54, Rosie Walsh in 112.31, and Sal Lennon in 113.34. And in the men's medium course, which is about 12K, Stephen Woodwork, 107.13, Den- uh, Denny Adamson, 109.12, and Tobias Work, 109.31. Oh, a bit of a tight finish there. Chuck a blanket over them. In the short course, uh, Sasha Kilmister took it home in 34 minutes and 41 seconds, Cheryl Moyer in 35.29, and Jessica Young in 35.52. And in the men's, Dan Hunt, 24.28, Jacob Kilmister. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, 28.02, and Simon Derbyshire, one, uh, 30 minutes and 31 seconds. It's so good, good to be reading out results. Yes. Yes. Which brings us to Greatest Run Ever, which is the part. I'm going to do that. Over the top of you. I'm going to do it again as well like that. Yeah. Greatest, greatest Run, run ever. ever. Greatest Run Ever. Greatest Run Ever, which is the part of the show where we ask you to write into us and tell us your greatest run ever. It doesn't have to be a race or a mountain summit. It might just be that time that you ran home from Eugene's house in tears because he embarrassed you on a podcast. <laughs> it might just be a run around the block, something that sung to you for some reason. Send it into us Aww, at at gmail.com. This is from Maury Abraham. Maury. 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 Principal Maury. Mr. Principal Maury. Yes. Yep. We're standing up. That's right. right. Okay, kia ora. I have a new greatest run ever, which I don't think will ever be replaced. Myself and several of my family members committed to the Rotorua Marathon, various distances with my mum set for the 6K and others set for the half, to honour my dad, Bunny Abraham, who passed away last November. He was a member of the Rotorua Marathon Survivors Club. And Now, what is that, Eugene? That's if you've done 15 marathon Rotoruas. Sick, that's no small feat. Mm. And inspired and mentored me to discover a passion for running during and racing during my teenage years and into later life. We were all primed for May, but then faced the setback as the race was postponed until September. However, we set ourselves for September, and in the meantime, I signed up to fundraise for mental health, and I went to the Mental Health Organisation, Mental Health Foundation of New Zealand. So we were dealt another blow when Aucklanders were banned from competing in September, uh, and he, he puts a decision which he totally understands. The rest of the family decided if we couldn't all be there, then we would postpone our combined effort until 2021. I was aware that I'd raised a substantial amount of money for mental health and felt a responsibility to those who had sponsored, so decided to travel to Rotorua, wear a mask and socially distance and cheer my brother on who decided to complete the half marathon despite being a smoker and not having done one run in preparation. Whoa. <laughs> if you're going to go, go big, yeah. eh? Like, I was so proud of him completing the event in just over three hours and he's talking about returning next year. I woke up on Sunday morning to discover the weather bomb had parked itself over Rotorua but set off 
At the official start time, although 24 hours late, and started my solo plot around the lake. It persisted down for all but the last 4K and a short 2K bit in the middle. While I felt strong, my legs were sore from the first step as a result of some minor injury from decades of imbalance in my running. My old man came into my thoughts early in the run, but I had to banish him as I knew later on I'd really need his inspiration. And that proved to be true as the heavens opened in the long hall from the airport. I now welcomed him into my thoughts during the lonely hall, and I'm sure his presence... I'm sure it was his presence, which resulted in me finishing with reverse splits. When I crossed the official finish line with only my wife there to scoop me up, I was overwhelmed with emotion in a way that truly caught me by surprise. I believe that somehow my dad wanted to make it as tough as possible. What I do know is that he is directly responsible for me rediscovering my passion for running, and I'm looking forward to him inspiring me to complete the Auckland Marathon, one he and I competed in and finished together 25 years ago, the Spates West Coast Marathon, and my ultimate tribute to him, the Tarawera 102km in February. I'll never forget that lonely slog around the lake. Ngā mihi, Māori. Kapai ho. Yeah, oh my goodness. That amazing. That's amazing, Maury. Uh and I did I I mean I kind of I saw Maury's updates on Facebook and stuff, so I, I did have a little sneak preview, I guess, of this um greatest run ever. And I also saw Maury training around the roads around here. He was out rain rain, hail, snow, yeah. snow, snow, but uh he was out along Cardi Road running around um in training. So well done, Maury. You, sir, are an inspiration too. Now, if the rest of you want to not get in trouble with us, send us in your greatest runs ever. Do it. Do it. Right. On to our show. And all I'm going to say is take it away, bro. Ditches Radio. Kia ora whanau. It's Matt here. It's 10.30 on Saturday, October the 17th, and it's the night of New Zealand's general election. And I'm going on an adventure. I wish Eugene were here with us, but he's been working super hard over the last couple of months covering the election, and tonight being the election, he's working, so gutted, but, you know, thanks for all your hard work, bro. Um, Love what you do. Um, But I'm not going by myself. I've got some pretty awesome company. I've got Rebecca Short, uh, my brilliant wife, and the Riverhead Relapse Backyard Ultramarathon Race Director, and Cora Glenn Rigby, if we're using his full name, four-year-old. Red and tan Australian Kelpie, such a good boy, and third son of Baz and Bindi. Tonight's special not just for the historic election result, it's also hours away from the worldwide start of Big's Backyard Ultramarathon in Tennessee, and Australia, and Canada, and the UAE, and Ireland, and Germany, and Russia, and Ukraine, and Hong Kong, Japan, Switzerland, Finland, France, Singapore, Philippines, Israel, Spain, Denmark, Mexico, Norway, Sweden, and little old Aotearoa New Zealand. As we know, Biggs was cancelled this year, along with most other races around the world, uh, thanks to COVID, and thanks to uh, Fast Dave, some very hardworking Canadians, and Zoom existing, now we've got a real international ding-dong on our hands. For those of you who don't know how a backyard ultramarathon works, it's like this. It's a mass start on the hour and the participants have to complete a loop of 6.7 kilometers within that hour and then on the next hour it starts again and again and again. And if you can't complete the lap in the hour or you fail to start on the whistle on the next hour, you're out. Until there's literally the last person standing. The teams will be representing each of their countries and working to become the champion of their respective countries' races and working to become the uh, champion overall. How it works globally is that you need two competitors completing laps on the hour to win. And globally, there's a huge amount of talent taking part. I mean, I won't even 
get into how incredible it's looking. But, you know, for in- instance, Maggie Gutul in the US, is she's saying she wants to go over 100 laps. But look, we've got some pretty amazing talent on our team. Matt Bailey, Chris Bisley, Sean Collins, Ian Evans, Mike Field, Fiona Hayweiss, Adam Keane, Glenn Kelly, Andrew McDowell, Michael Stewart, Russ Thomas, Andy Smith, Glenn Sutton, Damian Wood, and last but not least, Dr. Katie Wright. She was the winner of last year's Riverhead Relapse and the first woman in the world to win a backyard event, and fourth at last year's Bigs, and the person to hold the record for most times on Dirt Church Radio. So yeah, look out world, we're coming at you. And about... Riverhead Relapse and the reasons for our adventure tonight. Like, first off, the Virtual Bigs is taking place in our backyard, Riverhead. We had the privilege of working with Madeline and Sean at Lactic Turkey last year on the inaugural uh, relapse, only to have COVID ruin our plans not once, but heartbreakingly short notice twice. So we're stoked to get the chance to run from home. The start's about an hour away from our house at a leisurely pace, looking up at the stars and enjoying the trails. The three of us are going to cruise over, witness the start, see so many of our dear friends, and have a grand old time. It's incredible the talent and stamina, both mental and physical, that the athletes undertaking bigs have. I went for my long run today, and I've got my fingers up doing air quotes, it was around 30 kilometres, and for most people, you know, that's a reasonable, reasonable run. Um, And I marvelled that there will be so many people doing six, seven, eight, nine, ten times that amount. Over the you know the coming days, I ran down through some of the trails uh, and the course that the that the New Zealand Backyard Ultra will be taking place. And Barlow Road was hot. The place the valley is like a crucible; it gets really, really hot. And the start is going to be really, really cold because there's no clouds currently, and it's very, very still. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how things play out. But, but that's enough talking for now. Time for an adventure. Radio. Okay, so we've been traveling for about 40 minutes and we're at the highest point of the Riverhead Forest and so I'm with Rebecca. What are, what are we seeing? What are we looking at? Ah, the Sky Tower. Yeah. It's amazing. And the whole of Auckland City, we just, we thought we'd be the only ones up here but we've, uh, there are a couple of dudes on a quad bike who roared off. They saw our lights coming over the hill. Uh, obviously don't want to be disturbed but it's amazing we're standing at the highest point of the forest there's a starry sky and the city below is beautiful and we've got our I know it's it's not exactly podcast material but uh, we've got our headlamp lamps off and it is just the most incredible sight so the only way to go now is down and we're going to jog down to the start of the bigs fantastic a zoom well what I'm standing in front of is the surreal thing of a, a computer monitor with a zoom screen uh, with here we go to listen this is great as you can tell everyone is in the same position or lots of excitement has happened last minute logistics all the things that need to happen are happening uh, just to reiterate the program schedule we at the top of the hour, the bell will go. We will get to see all the runners being released by the clock to head out on their courses. Uh, and there's a clock and it's counting down. It's 18 
minutes and 45 seconds so we're at the bottom of Arimu Valley Road at the motorbike sheds and uh, it's a little high of activity there's tents there's camper vans there's everything and it's quite a it's quite a scene all right state your name for the record sir Russ Thomas <laughs> well congratulations on getting on the New Zealand Bigs team how are you feeling man yeah thank you I'm feeling really grateful appreciative that I'm here I've been training all year for the NZ1 cancelled cancelled then bang we're here yeah um, but in great physical shape and then I just text my sister back in Wales here we go which is normally a woof up, up we go here we go ready to go slow yeah so I think this time around I'm just gonna chill and just go long yeah can't wait but looking forward to having fun with everyone and main aim I must admit is I know some of the Americans are looking at the personal stuff I'm just like how well can we go with Team NZ that's, that's the right. bit I'm excited yeah. about I'm watching that Google oh, sheet and seeing us got the rankings that, that's what's going to fire me up wicked yeah. so it's, it's interesting isn't it it's a, there's, there's a collective goal and there's, a, yeah. there's an individual goal as well yeah yeah well and you know, I don't know anyone else in any other country, but obviously the caliber of runners in this NZ team, you can just see resilience across everyone's face, you know? Absolutely. So I, I really do think we're going to go really well. Um, I'm excited. So I, I just want to make sure I don't let the team down. So on paper, I'm possibly the weakest, but on no, form. Yeah, yeah. No way, on paper, yeah, yeah. But, but on form, I've been training really you've well. Been training your, you've been training your butt off. Yeah, yeah. Training, yeah. yeah. But I think I've come with the right attitude this time to enjoy it, relax, and... and um, yeah, I'm right. looking forward to it. All right, I'll let you get some more space, brother. Thank you. Well done. Thanks, and we're going to come back tomorrow anyway. And yeah. But I'm proud of you, bro. And Thank you. Yeah? Yeah. Kill it. Go. Thank you. All right, state your name for the record, sir. Uh, my name is Sean the Running Beast Collins. <laughs> I can't believe that we're finally here. Or I can't believe that, I mean, I'm finally here because I decided to go on a date night run with my missus. But, like, you're here. Uh, third time lucky. Yeah, I know. It's pretty exciting to be actually able to do a loop. Yeah. On the time conditions. Absolutely. <laughs> with other people. Yeah. And, and we're standing here and it's, I mean, it's nearly one in the morning. It's 10 to 1 in the morning. So it's less than 10 to 1 in the morning. And, uh. You guys are about to head off on the night lamps. Yeah, mm. it's real cool. It's been a long wait. Yeah. Setting up yesterday slowly and everybody arriving and setting up the tents and bands and stuff. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, what now? <laughs> Can't we just start? <laughs> How's, your How's your recovery been after your, your circumnavigation of Auckland? Uh, the recovery was a bit slow. Yeah. Um, but I came right, but then I pulled my back three weeks ago. Oh. Uh, and yeah, it's pretty bad, but um, pushing through it. Yeah, I had some good physio the last couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, it's just going to be a constant reminder to me <laughs> to keep moving. It's good we're not moving. And do you have a? I mean, I, I spoke to Russ before, and he was talking about the fact that he wanted to. Um, he was more sort of into it for the collective. Yeah, you know, yeah, and 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 versus the personal. I mean, how are you? What are your thoughts? Yeah, on that? definitely, it's going to be an awesome thing doing it as a team. Yeah, and um, making sure that everyone's like communicating when they're in their down patches, so we can all help bring them back up and that. Yeah, yeah, I really want to be uh, like positive and make sure that people are feeding off that, so that we can uh, all go together long. Uh, have you had a team talk? Yeah, oh, we haven't had a talk as such. I was going to do one now. <laughs> um, we had a bit of a briefing earlier on, just yeah. went through the rules because some people are new to it. Well, yeah. Like more than half of them are new to it, which yeah. is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To do a, a last person standing for the first time. So cool. Yeah.
There's some keyed up looking people. Oh yeah, yeah. Focused looking people. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, man. All right. Well, look, I'm gonna we're gonna pop back tomorrow morning, and well, we'll be here for hours anyway, just hanging yeah. out. But like, oh, we'll be here. You'll find yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn right. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll stick around for the yeah. Thanks for coming and, over. Oh, it's it's our cool. absolute pleasure. We we ran over, and it was just the perfect. We we felt it would actually be, in a funny way, a real way to kind of honour the event. Yeah, and kind of drive up. But, yeah. And we wouldn't yeah. missed it for the world because we've had two. You know, this has been denied to us twice as well. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, man. Well, okay. I'm so privileged and proud to be here, and yeah, it'll go bit, go well. It's gonna be awesome. Cheers, brother. Let's do it. So Sean's just about to give the team briefing. It's five minutes to go, and uh, yeah, we're gonna get in. Hello. Hey, Katie. Right. How are you doing? I thought you'd have a bit of an adventure. Yeah. Adventure evening. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, we're, we're recording. You mind if I grab it? Oh, just yeah, why not? <laughs> so I'm with Katie Wright. How are you feeling? Yeah, good. Excited that we're actually here. I uh, haven't really let myself get that excited. No. Because I've like, something's going to happen. No, something's going to happen. But, uh, oh, no, you're being go. summoned by the beast. Oh, it's so nice to see you. <laughs> All right, we'll see you off. A couple of things from yesterday... Uh, one of the early evenings uh, briefing, because a couple of people weren't here. Um, but the important things are that we're doing the night loop until well, we switch over at eight o'clock. We are less than four minutes. Four um, minutes. You're running from the to start. the end of the, the start of the, the night loop. That's the three-minute whistle. Uh, and um, on the first lap, if we get there, there won't be anything the longer that we all go out there. Um, the better it's going to be for the the team result, but also for the some very, very, very keyed up, fit looking people here <laughs> with amazing amounts of intent on their faces. They're all just stripping off their gears and lining up. Hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. How you doing? Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you. Nice to meet you. Awesome. Awesome. Well done, brother. And um, getting into it. Yeah, yeah. We had a good time. We ran over from home, so. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how close you guys were. Yeah. So we've been camped up here for a day. So. (laughs) Nice one. Oh, this is rugby. Yeah, this is rugby, and this is my wife Rebecca. This is Chris. How are you? Hey. Oh. Let's do it. This is outstanding. Andrew McDowell. Well, well, guys. Very, very excited looking people. (laughs) (laughs) Right around the world. That's incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Get it done. So they're off on the first of their <laughs> first of the night loops, and it's an incredible thing because Sean and, and Russ they talked about that sense of the collective, you know, and it's is it it's a team event, it's an individual event, and the, the rub with that. But I'm super excited to see how this plays out.
He was uh, race photographer extraordinaire, <laughs> Oranga Bastard Canal. How are you, brother? Yeah, doing all right. Doing yeah. all right. Yourself? Yeah, good. Good. Are you here for the? Have you got a tent or your car or? A uh, car. Yeah. 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 I'm just sort of driving back and forth from home. Yeah. Nice one. yeah. <laughs> it's quite a bit of a different start from last time. Isn't it, it is. It's very different. It's very different. Um, but still, uh, still a pretty good um, turnout and at atmosphere here. So, yeah. 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 Oh, nice. Amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, are you going to be, I guess, based around here for the next couple of hours and then make your way out onto the course? Yeah, I think I'm going to do maybe a little bit um, out on the course uh, and then maybe go back home, sleep, and then come back for sunrise. <laughs> that's our, that, that's the, I think we're not going to be back for sunrise. We'll probably be home by sunrise, but like we're going to run home and well, give it a bit. And that, they won't be very long, I don't think, because it's, it's a no, night loop. It's the, the first one. They'll be, they'll be keyed up. So. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, Fresh, yeah. No, it should be good. Uh, was there marking it this morning, so Fantastic. It's, 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 looking, it's looking good. So, Is it nice and dry through there? There's a couple of little muddy patches, but... Yeah. Not too bad. It's not too bad. It's good. It's going to get... I, I ran through here this today, and yeah. it was so hot because it was yes. completely still, yeah. and there was no cloud, and yes. there was no wind, and it was stinking hot, and it's going to get really freezing cold. Yes. I, I can't... It's going to be extreme, say, the temperatures yeah. are going to be... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm sure we're going to do it. So, stoked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother, we'll catch up. It's one forty. Four in the morning, and I'm just seeing the first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven lights coming through the village uh, on the the team returning from their first night loop. You can see Andrew McDowell. Someone's way off the front. I wonder if that's Russell. Um, but yeah, it's pretty exciting. I can see Matt Bailey, and yeah, everyone is remarkably well like hanging out together some people are walking through some people are running through it is beautiful conditions here but it's very very cold and all of a sudden the the little village has sprung into life everyone's been sitting around some people have been you know perhaps drinking a beer and hanging out and everyone is getting amongst it now getting their uh getting these stations ready for the runners and they'll be into the corral and then off again the next 15 minutes it's pretty exciting it's just about to go for the second lap everyone's been really relaxed sitting some people are hanging out in the shed some people are going back to their corrals not i don't think many people are eating everyone just looks totally focused and yeah There we go, three minutes to go. I'm standing next to Gareth Morris, who's videoing. It looks very fancy, this setup you got there, man. All again, no idea, buddy. <laughs> you tell me about it. When I took this, uh, Eugene was, I was like, can I get the DCR Zoom recorder? He was like, okay. <laughs> I think he knows. <laughs> He's like, don't get it wet. Like, I won't. Covered, covered in mud. <laughs> yeah. It's hanging off. I'm so paranoid. <laughs>
it's a surreal it's a surreal experience this whole thing is so surreal it's a word i keep using but it's one of the reasons why i've come here to see this next winter because there's no way in hell i was on running one of these things so i thought it'd be cool just to come and watch and experience what it's going to be like for the next couple of days absolutely are you, are you, are you camping out yeah i'm camping out i've got a place i'm going to nip home a little bit because i'm not too far away yeah half an hour's drive yeah um, but yeah, just yeah. The next time they next bigs, hopefully, will be back in Bell Buckle, Tennessee. So they might not have it in the same way. Yeah. So you know, we've got this opportunity to come and see this and yeah, yeah, and see it all go off. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so everyone's in the corral and ready to go for the second time. It's... That's 53 seconds and we're off. Hey Matt, how are you? Good to see you, man. Yeah, and you, you? Look, you look well. Yeah, not too bad. Like one. Yeah. Here you go. Alright, you go well! Get it done! Just like that, everyone's off for lap number two of what will be God knows how many, and we are going to run home now because it is freezing cold and very, very early in the morning. So, what an experience. Hey, I just want to clarify something. Mm. I did not scold you for taking the Zoom recorder, and if I sighed, that's just the way I breathe. Look, that was more a function of my inbuilt anxiety uh, as it relates to breaking our shiny uh, Zoom recorder, which I've, I've thanks, never Patreon really... Thanks, Patreon patrons. Yeah, thanks, Patreon patrons. And I, I was projecting, um, you know, if you think of it in like an American Beauty type thing, I am but a plastic bag buffeted on the winds of counter-transference and artistic license. And I humbly and unreservedly apologize. No need to, but, you know, I just don't want the people thinking that I'm mean. There's a line in a Katy Perry song where she says, do you ever feel like a plastic bag? Which I've always thought is the dumbest lyric I've ever heard. But I think you've just said sometimes you, you do. Yep. I take it back, Katie. I humbly and unreservedly apologise to Katie Perry. Anyway, you and Rebecca, you headed off home and then you came back late on Sunday morning. So we're back at the um, Bigs. It's 10 to 12 in the morning and we've lost one kelpie and gained two daughters and we're just watching everyone come in for their um at the end of their 10th lap so all the competitors have done 67 kilometers at the moment and uh everyone's looking strong there's been no dropouts in the kiwi team yet and yeah really really exciting it's it's still there's a bit of cloud cover um it's really really pleasant but it's going to be getting it's going to be getting hot and uh eugene's just arrived and his looks like he's ready to do some laps. He's in some some athletic gear, and yeah, it's Katie Wright. Hey, Katie, how you doing? Good. Good to see you too. Hey, man, I'm Matt. G'day, Matt. Mike Field. How are you? Nice to meet you, Mike. And strolling in, the end of his tenth lap is the running beast, Sean Collins. How you doing? Yeah, good. Yeah. Feeling bad. Everyone's still sticking in there. That's awesome. Yeah. There's a few uh, elastic grips <laughs> going on legs and things, but we won't read anything into that. No. <laughs> yes, yeah, sand, the ultimate sandbagging. You should put your neck brace. Put yeah. Bright brace on so we could all see it. 
You should get your neck brace on next lap. Yeah. Or borrow Harry's crutch. <laughs> a moon boot. That's right, get, get his moon boot on. So I am... Hi Eugene. Hi man. How are you feeling? Yeah, good. Good, good, good. I'm excited, it's about to head off. At, they're about to head off on the midday loop. So they're going out on their 11th loop. So is everyone still in? Everyone is still in, man. Yeah. Everyone's looking strong. Everyone... Fiona Hayweiss over there looking very chill. Yep. Chris Bisley looking chill. Yeah, he had he had his feet on my chili bin. I feel so... Oh, that's and, awesome. Uh, Andrew McDowell looking good. Everyone's just looking... Ian Evans is wearing a Hawaiian shirt and just... Wow, rocking Really it. relaxing. Rocking uh, Adam it. Keane's in control. Everyone just looks super... I mean, you think about the talent in this group. It's like I'm... And I don't... Don't sound so flossy. It's like a masterclass and kind of like resilience and problem solving and capability. Yeah, well, there's the beast, the running beast. There's the running beast. He's eating some sort of wrap. Probably yeah. Got kittens in it. Yeah, well, exactly. Two, minute, two cool. minute whistle. Two minute whistle. It's hot, eh? Yeah, it's warm. It's not yeah. as hot as I thought it was going to be. I think yeah. a little bit of cloud cover is helping here, which is good. Uh, a little bit of a breeze. Sean Collins. Sean Collins, what's in your wrap? Chicken, chicken, avocado, and spinach. There. Are you going to be gagging down a whole bag of spinach like you did in the Revenant? I have got a couple of bags of spinach. Yeah. Later on. Nice. And things get serious. <laughs> you need your Popeye just, forearms. Just around at the moment. Yeah. yeah. You're, just, you're just here for the lols. Yeah. So yeah, everyone just looks super focused and super good. Like you said before, there's, I mean, you can see there's a couple of stiff muscles starting to get in people. Are start, you know, it's what it, one minute. One minute. You go on the bow. And so, how how do we find out about the what's happening? At, like, how does how does the international component of this work? Well, they're they're all on the zooms and they've got a leaderboard. Right. And now the runners are heading out on the 12th yard or 12th lap. Monster from the deep south. Especially as a what? Monster from the deep south. Wind is actually getting up a little bit. Yeah, it's good. It'll help cool them down. It'll be nice and radiating. It's not good for recording. No, it's not good for recording. Actually, guys, can, look, can, we, can go, we just get a bit more shelter here, please? Can we go back? Um, yeah, no, he's looking at me. He's just so cheerful, consistent. Murdering it, and he ran 52k last weekend. Yeah, and won that race. Yeah. But Ian, look, Ian, this is his strategy. This was his strategy through last relapse. He's eating, he's cooling down, so he doesn't have to waste energy eating. Get it done. Good. Come Looking and show good. the northerners how it's done. Um, look, he's walking, he's eating. His time splits over the last relapse until he got sick was 10 seconds over 100 miles from fastest as well. He is. So he's he's walking in. He's got a bag. Yeah, um, he's eating waffles, He's eating. He's eating struffles. He's got this um, relaxed look. He looks like he's on a Hawaiian adventure. Um, that's the way to do it, isn't it? That's the way to do it. Well, man. that's his way of doing it. I, has their own way. I would be a. Someone said to me, Becky Nixon said to me last night, Matt, you're gonna do it next year. I was like, Are you high? Or <laughs> I am not. As Tom said, these people are built different. Uh, son of your goes, I'm built different, Dad. I'm built different. And uh, he says it's somewhat ironic that I think these people actually are built different. How about the mental 
mm. gymnastics you have to go through to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You're so close to the end, yeah. yet you still have to go wind your way through. Well, and actually, what you have to do is you have to come that way and then go out around another loop, ah, right. which yeah. is yeah. incredible. Yeah. Here he is. Here it's is a really Ian, good, it's yeah. a really, really good strategy. Here's Ian Evans. Looking good. Oh, he's looking Consistent. fantastic. What do you got there? Oh, you got your baby food. Yeah, six months plus. I just make it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, they're all yeah. So they're all coming in now, aren't they? Yeah. So what's that? So we've got Matt Bailey. We got Andrew McDowell, Sean Collins, and you see, Sean's got a bit of a run on. He started really conservatively and smartly. And you see, it's. I guess you have a different strategy for each lap don't you depending on how you're feeling what you need to do what you yep. need to get done so some laps you want to get back a bit faster so you get a bit more time to get in a sleep or or whatever you don't want to do what uh that guy in the purple with the mullet did though and bust out a mm. 45 minute lap when you're yeah. at like 190k yeah that didn't go so yeah. well from but yeah. apart yeah. from that yeah right. and here comes speaking the beast of himself con- speaking of consistent well there's so Re- many isn't there yeah well that's true that's true yeah but andrew mcdowell look at him just picture of nice. fitness. Great to be here. I bought my recorder. Looking good, Matt. Looking good, Sean. Nice. Matt. This. Thanks. Hey. Well done, guys. Alright, that's 12 hours down. Mm. Amazing. Kate, what are you up to? Oh, I'm busy scrubbing the pot so that we've got it ready for the next round. We had some beautiful lentil bake, but unfortunately it just caught on the bottom, so <laughs> we're getting into that. And that's the thing, isn't it? Is that while the runners are, out, runners are out there, there's a big job to be done back at home base. Absolutely, yeah, just keeping everything in order and trying to find order in amongst the chaos again. So it's always the way they ask for the one thing that you haven't got ready, so then you chuck everything out of the bin to try and find that one thing, and then it's like, okay, shit, now have we got to get everything back to where it was. So, yeah, it's good, but learning so much, it's amazing yeah and so you're crewing primarily for Fiona yes for Fee um, Havice along with Todd her husband so it's um, we've got the luxury of, of two of us here um, most most athletes have only got one person so but it's, it's a, such a nice sort of um, communal feel this time around so I think people really helping each other out and and I know you know inevitably athletes will start to drop and crew will just step in for other people so yeah it's a lovely lovely space to be in actually at the moment and what do you feel pressure or you know obviously they've got a job to do but you've got a job to do as well yeah definitely when um yeah when you kind of realize that you've mucked up the gap it's like um but they're at the moment they're still quite coherent about you know they're they're communicating easily what they want even if it's changing from their plan i think what will be challenging is in another 24 36 hours when they're less able to articulate what they're feeling, what's hurting, what they might need, and we're going to have to, it'll be a lot more guesswork, and, and actually I think that will be um, more pressure for us, because it's like, if you guess wrong, that could have a you know serious effect on someone, you know, it's, you knock their sodium levels out of balance, or don't give them the right carb level, or whatever that they need, so yeah, um, it will change in time, for sure. <laughs> and are you in for the long haul? Yes, here for the duration. I'm going to lift back with Fee, so I can't actually go anywhere until she's, until she's ready to go. So that seemed quite easy, really, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's such a privilege to be here. I, um, it's, um, it's an amazing sort of 
offer to to have the opportunity to crew because it is an incredible learning sort of space to be in so yeah and how scientific does it get I mean you talked about sodium levels carb levels are you having to keep track of all that stuff and make sure that she's getting the right intake and getting the right sodium and making sure she doesn't dehydrate and things like that yeah I think um, each athlete kind of approaches that in a slightly different way so some are more scientific than others Um, I think Fee's got quite a scientific approach to her nutrition and hydration normally anyway and probably because this is her first time at this format she's tried to you know come up with quite a strong plan for us to follow we are adjusting that as it goes along, obviously, as her, as her needs change. Um, but the other thing is, yeah, so w- w- we've got a, a carbohydrate target, a sodium target, um, a fibre target, and those can be low, you know, low or high at different times. And also when you're introducing caffeine is you know, quite important. So for different runners, you know, depending on whether they're, what their usual caffeine intake is, then that might sort of affect how they, how they approach that. So... Um, yeah, so we're keeping a lot of records as well. So it's not just yeah what we're expecting to give her, but then what what do we actually give her? And yeah, and, yeah, and even down to things like you know reminding to you know just schedule toothbrushing and you know just get that <laughs> taste of you know the inevitable sort of taste of whatever you're taking out on the trail that you get sick of. Um, sunblock you know and and then of course there's the whole night to day change and the temperature adjustments and that's yeah that's a it's a bit of a lucky dip you know they need to go out almost and do a lap and figure out what they what they need all right well they're coming back in for their 12th the end of their 12th lap so i better let you get back to your duties yeah gotta scrub the spot (laughs) it's not gonna scrub itself so here they come uh, where, are, where are we, Eugene? Well, we're, we're about 2.3 kilometres into the loop. We've run out. Uh, here we go. We've got Ian waving at us. Who have we got there? We've got Ian, Matt? Chris Bisley. Yeah, but they're marching. They're walking up the hill. So they're taking a strategy of walking up this hill. Because um, you don't want to waste all your energy. It is still, it's getting warm, isn't it? I mean, yeah, you can hear from the hear from the uh, terrible audio that there is a bit of wind the off. yeah the cloud cover's burning off um, so who have we got Andrew McDowell's yeah. in there yeah um, yeah so what are we this is the 13th lap isn't it 13th lap um, yeah it's it's he's hot his, he's got a swine shirt on he looks like he looks like he's going to Tenerife he does look like oh, he's going no. to Tenerife on holiday Where's the recorder? We forgot the recorder. Oh, we have to run back now. Damn it! The muscle, the muscle in Andrew McDowell. Those biceps. He's got the guns out. The running beast. Oh, that was very good. That was very good. That blew out the levels. Yeah. Um, now we've got a bit of a pack, so that's interesting, isn't it? People sort of go together, march together. Jana Havis at the front of that little pack. Russ is in there. Katie Wright's in there. Adam Keane's in there. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 what's going on? Yeah. Take a seat. Day loop. This is the day loop. Yeah. So it's we're approximately four kilometres into the course. The first. Two and a half K are very exposed and it's very warm. Um, and now we're in some beautiful sort of undulating, 
bush single track nice net downhill and really lovely like the conditions the ground is tacky underfoot but it's just perfect it's it's peak riverhead it's not too it hasn't dried out it's not too concretey um and it's not sloppy so it's just it's it's a beautiful course but again it'll be very difficult i can't imagine doing this you know they're on their 13th loop now 13th loop so so the that section where you do go on the road and you are very exposed and it's, it's right in the middle of the day right now, it's very hot uh, and you've got quite a climb to go from once you emerge from that uh, bit of trail and then you've got, what, you know, good, what? Is that a mile? About a mile, yeah, yeah of climbing up a gravel road. Uh, but most of them adopted a walk strategy. They were yep. walking up there, um, doing it sensibly. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's interesting to see. Everyone's basically sticking together still, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. And, and we're at the point, and I don't want to make any, any judgment or calls on this, but we're at the point where there's 14 are in, in the loop and there's one competitor um, who was behind us. So he hasn't come through yet. But I'm, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure that's a strategic, strategic thing. But, yeah. you know, even that, we're looking at, you know, they're over 80K now. So right. mm-hmm. huge effort. And starting at one o'clock in the morning, I mean, that 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 must have been very difficult. Yeah, so what, you know, do you sleep during the day while you're waiting? Do you, you know, try and um, rest? It's quite hard, isn't it? But um, let's press on and finish this loop and um, see what the rest of this course is like. Excellent. All right, so state your name for the record. Uh, Ian Gilmore. Yeah. And what are you doing here, Ian? Um, helping out with the timing yeah. here, at, uh, here at the New Zealand version of Biggs and um, just had a bit of an issue with the, uh, with the satellite and the what, Wi-Fi. What happened? Uh, so it seems like the router crapped out and um, so had to get that, um, had to get that replaced. So does that mean you lost the Zoom feed, or did you lose the timer? Or yes, we lost the the Zoom feed. The timer wasn't in sync. We couldn't update our lap times um, into the into the central central repository. So um, yeah, we were out trying to oh you know with the phones in the air <laughs> in uh, Riverhead Forest trying to get um, get some signal. But um, luckily, our uh, our our satellite guy. Came through with a, with another router in about oh, sort of forty minutes. Okay. Um, so we got it back up and running. Wow. Which is great. And I guess there's a, a, I mean, it goes without saying, there's an added level of complexity. Um, you know, it's hard enough doing a, a, a timing and stuff when it's just one race. I mean, how, how's it being managed worldwide? Um, so, I think there's a um, kind of a central. A central group looking after the timing. They've they've created a spreadsheet um, for each country. Yeah. Um, that each country keeps updated. It feeds into a central um, central spreadsheet that you know looks at how how each country is doing and compares and is kind of a live feed between each of the individual spreadsheets. So um, I'm not sure who who exactly uh, <laughs> yeah. who exactly puts that together, but um, you know. One of Laz's friends, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You want, of course, one of them would be a tech savvy, or maybe it's one of the Canadians. But I mean, yeah. and how's the Zoom? I mean, if you've been at in a place of employment in this year, you've know how to know what Zoom is. But like, yeah, definitely. How's that working? How's that? Um, it's been working surprisingly well. Um, I actually took part in the um, the quarantine backyard, okay. which is yeah. like the, the the first one that the Canadians put on, and it. It's working a lot better than that. Like the, the um, 
the whistles are coming through clearly and yeah you know when when we've actually had internet it's been working fine yeah um and you get the cowbell from uh from Les and stuff so it's yeah so it's Les, well. so Les is in Les is in belt buckle Tennessee he's at home he's got the Americans there yep and everyone else is in their satellite place yep and then the, so he he's ringing the belt buckle he's ringing the cowbell and everyone's going off I think so yeah, yeah. so I guess it'd be with timings and stuff you'd see them fluctuate quite a bit because the Americans and the or the people in the northern hemisphere they're on their night loops now yep yep so we we started at at 1 a.m. Yep. Um, it was, I think, 8 o'clock or 7 o'clock or something in, in, in Tennessee. Yeah. Um, you know. Is what yeah. it is. Yeah. Just um, rolling through. I don't think it gives any team an advantage because... Well, they're not on daylight savings anymore, are they? Or are they still on daylight savings now? Don't know. Yeah. Don't know. <laughs> we'll have to check the minutiae of uh, <laughs> worldwide Zoom running. But um, one thing I wanted to ask in terms of... The timing uh, is, and it's eluded me, sorry, I think we've all been, I mean, you've been up probably for quite a long time. Yeah. Um, what was I going to ask? I mean, there is very little lag between, yeah. like, it's it's pretty good. Um, you know, when we, when we see the the, uh, the timer on the, on the, the split zoom yeah. screen, when we reach, when you see that ticking over zero, or ticking down to, yeah. down to zero to go, and you know, we hear the bell. We see all the other runners running at the same time. Yeah. So it, it it seems to be rather seamless when we have Wi-Fi oh. up <laughs> and our satellites working. Yeah. So it was the good old sort of uh, Kiwi number eight, like scramble to get a solution. And if if what's the contingency if the if the Wi-Fi had dropped out completely, say it had crapped itself for an hour or what have you, what are you looking at then? Yeah, so what um, Emma, Emma McDowell and I were trying to do is um, get our um, get the spreadsheet on our phones and walk around the forest to try and get some signal and so yeah. we could update it um, on the phones. And then, you know, we've got our, our whistle here that um, if, if, if it's not coming through, if the audio wow. goes, then we can, we can start everyone off and we can, you know, we can run it remotely. Yeah. We don't, we don't need the Zoom. Huh. But it helps. Yeah, it's. I guess it's that kind of thing. It's, it's. It was quite surreal last night coming down and seeing the Zoom screen and, and hearing the people talking in different accents and everything like that. But it definitely does help with that sense of connectivity. Hey? Yeah, and you know what they're doing every every lap after after everyone um, heads off is you know doing a profile of each of the countries, which is pretty cool. Yeah, um, gets them to tell. A little bit about themselves. <laughs> does some interviews. Yeah. There's some uh, pre pre-made videos that that everyone, including the the Kiwis, did. So amazing. It's quite quite interesting to see. Yeah. And how done. how long are you here for? Um, I'm back to work on Wednesday, so <laughs> Tuesday night. Um, but it, yeah, it depends how long. Who it knows? Goes. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, look, thanks for being out, man. It's, it's, uh, it, it, it wouldn't happen without you guys holding it down with the text So thank That's you. Right. Too. I, I need to apologize for that little bit of audio where I said in the middle of that talk with Ian Gilmore, I went to ask him a question and then it was just, uh, I can't remember what I was going to say. It was hot. We've been up for 
you know, not as, yeah. not as much as everyone else, but everyone's tired and it was a bit, we, we were feeling a bit giddy. So look, cut to the chase, mm. Eugene. Yeah, so as we said at the top of the show, the winner, the one and only, the Savage from the South, Adam yep. Keane, 35 laps. Um, he was runner-up last year with 28 laps. Yeah. So he went considerably deeper this time around. And he took a fairly conservative approach by the looks of it. Yep. He had an average of 51, uh, 26 Fastest lap of forty three fifty eight. I yeah. mean, you you saw him much more than I did, but ha- look, he was look? really con- he was controlled throughout. Like when he stopped to give, relax, he, he? when he stopped to accuse you of like slacking and should what did he say? There's stuff going on stuff in the world. The what world. are you doing here? <laughs> um, you know, he was like that the whole time. Right. He he didn't. He That's didn't, his persona, is it? It is his persona. Mm. Uh, but he was he seemed like he was very much in control, and it was it was really great to see. And yeah. likewise, Glenn Sutton. I mean. <sighs> Glenn what and, hasn't that guy done? Glenn, Glenn and Andy Smith, they parked themselves up. They had these collapsible chairs. They were sharing like a pop-up table. Yeah. And they had all manner of food and drink and whatever, but they were just, you just, when, when you're in the presence yeah. of people who are just. I was actually a little bit intimidated when we yeah, went over. 100%. And I realized, oh, my God, that's Glenn Sutton. Yeah, 100%. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I, didn't, I couldn't even say hello to him. I was like, hello. Yeah. Like, unassuming, wow. polite, yep. wonderful, yep. and uh, yeah, he he smashed it out with thirty four yeah. laps. Thirty four laps. So yeah. you know he had a slightly faster average. Yeah. Um, but was it you saw a comment from his crew? Yeah, saying that he he was fine early on. They were saying that he was finding it tough to go slow enough. Yeah. Um. And and he was and he was getting a bit bored of going around the same area, which you know that is part of the whole mental struggle of Absolutely. this event, isn't it? I was thinking but, about bad. I was talking to my. Uh, to our girls as we were driving home and, and they're, they're saying, oh, what's everyone done? And I said, oh, you know, Glenn Sutton, he's done bad water. And they're like, what? Lola knew mm. what Death Valley was. But just thinking about, I was saying, you know, people got to run on the white paint yeah. on the road and there's all that sort of stuff. But even that, going through Death Valley, that would be, there would be some change. Yeah, well, and you're, you you are moving forward yeah. all the time. Yeah, You're absolutely. moving forward. Whereas this, you're going around and around and around. <laughs> um, yeah, but, you know, phenomenal, phenomenal. Absolutely. And it was well hot as all get. I mean, it wasn't as hot as Death, Death Valley. Valley. <laughs> Let's be. <laughs> it was hotter than Death Valley. Um, yeah. But it was hot. It was yeah. still. And yeah. then when it started to cool down, I think things started to. Mm. So there was, they. I mean, they were they were sort of all in there. When I went yep. home, uh, what was that? Sort of fourteen hours or something. Everyone was still in. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, it's, it was overnight really that it sort of came unstuck, doesn't it? So well, the sort of you, you lost Russ. Um, I think not Russ, long after I left. Not yeah. long after you left, yeah. and then um, he yeah. was out like fifteen laps. And Damien Wood and he was injured. He was injured. He'd, yeah. he'd wanted to drop since nine o'clock, and yeah. um, you know, we got that audio at the start and or in the piece with him, and he yeah. just he. He did his team proud. Yeah, so, he did. He yeah. did. So let's just just go back through. So Fiona Havos and Andy Smith, they both made it to thirty-one laps. Again, super dialed. Fiona is, yeah. you know, she what an athlete. She's granular, right? Yeah. Like her preparation is granular, mm. and mm. she was amazing. She was just there, yeah. vibing. And she, that was great to talk to her. Her one of her crew. Yep. Um, Kate, Kate Shave. Yeah, Kate yeah, Shave. The mighty Kate Shave. Um, about that, and just get a, get an idea of what it takes yep. to crew and to be, you know, with someone who's as dialed in as Fiona. Um, yeah, that, that's all part of it, isn't it? Absolutely. It's all part of it. Absolutely. Sean, Sean Collins, Collins, I mean, yeah. he had the added, I guess he had the added... Um, Responsibility. Yeah, and complexity of not being the race director. Mm. But sort of people looked to him as the captain yeah. of the ship almost, yes. you know. Um, yeah, well, he was briefing people. We yeah, heard that audio, As, as the three-minute whistle was going. Yeah. Um, 
talking to some guy from Dirt Church Radio. Dirt Church Radio, him. yeah, he did really well. Yeah, so twenty six laps. laps. Yep. Yeah. and mm. the, this this next one, this is this for me. This is the standout performance of the um, of the of the whole thing, and that's Matt Bailey. Twenty five laps. Like Matt's been working super hard. He yeah. came. He did his first sort of. I think he did his first ultra marathon last time at the relapse. And really? just, yeah, just well, loved it. He's super positive. Yeah. Um, oh, and good on you, mate. Did wow. and just looked in control. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, went deep. Chris Bisley, yeah. the 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 man, the legend. You know, yeah, it was great to meet you, mate. Um, yeah, absolutely. Twenty three. He had his feet up on your chili. Bin I know. I look point. a little bit. Stu- it's, you, you're it's never going to wash that chili bin. It's funny to think about it, and it sort of shows the, the sort of running nerdery, but like absolutely just geeking out and and being quite in awe of these people. You yeah. know, and yeah, totally. Chris Bisley. Yeah, he was twenty three so, laps. And and hanging out with the dogs that were there too because he missed his dog. So oh, like hanging out with really? the dogs, it was oh, rad. Nice. And you know, don't forget he he week before he ran three peaks three peaks plus one. He won was, it. Well, yeah, before, yeah. Not only ran it, he won it, which was fifty three k or something yep. like that. You know, Absolutely. so no joke. Uh, not a bad way to taper. No. Um, and then of course Katie Wright. Katie twenty three laps. Yep. She. I mean. You can't say she had a bad race because no one had a bad race. I'm sure she would have wanted to have gone longer, and yeah. she has gone so longer. What did she do last year? She did 30, 30 last year. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it's a different year. It's absolutely it's had its own challenges yep. this year. Um, so phenomenal to go that that long. Mike Field, 22 laps. And yep. he, you know, remember he sent us in his greatest run ever the other week. Absolutely. Um, and I can imagine that this is, may well be another yeah, one. Yeah, this I mean, comrades this, one, wasn't it? Yeah, Fantastic. it was. It was, yeah. Lap 20 was the carnage. Yeah. So you had Ian Evans, who again in the first, you know, probably 15, 16 laps of the race just was so metronomic. He's with, yep. you know, uh, Chris Bisley the whole time. And then he's started having a bit of trouble with his calories. And that was kind of what right. did him in at the end. Right. Andrew McDowell, who I think, you know, judging by, you know, they were talking about what he was hurt, what was hurting from very early on. He yeah. did amazing. He, he had like some sort of bandage. Apparently that was I the noticed. least painful part of him. Oh, yeah. really? Wow. Until the other parts. Yeah. Um, this guy, Michael Stewart, right? How so tough is this? Michael Stewart's ITB's ITB went right on the like on the lap that on the 16th lap. Yeah. And he came in with like that that lap 59 16 and he actually fell down the little hill and it's a tiny it's a step. Mm. He fell down there onto the grass because of his ITB. Because of his ITB got up, oh. ran into the thing. His his crew member partner handed him a big Ben pie. Yeah. He scooped it up in his hand and off he went straight out again. Wow. The next lap he came through we could hear him yelling because there's a there's a part of the book where you oh, come yeah. into the bush, he was roaring and and Lola was going, Dad, um, you need to go check on him. I said, I'm not going to go check on him because yeah. he's, you know, no, no, Dad, you're a nurse, you need. To. I'm like, I'm not going to go check on him. Yeah. He just hear this like Rah! out of the bush. Yeah, it was echoing. I was like, No, he'll be fine. He's yeah. just working through some things. And yeah. then Lola came back and was like, The people in the in the cabin say you have to go and check on him because he looks like he's in. But he just came Came back, dumping across, and made it another two laps after that. Four laps of fifty nine plus minutes. Yeah, amazing. That is mental fortitude. Absolutely, he was. I. I mean, yeah, he was. And Glenn Kelly did twenty laps as well. So, so four of them dropped with after after twenty laps. Absolutely, and then and then Damien Wood sixteen. Yeah, you know, and and Russ Thomas with fifteen. So So Damien was struggling in the heat. Yeah, he and, was, and and yeah. and he he was, and and yeah, Russ Thomas, I mean, 
what a Trojan he was ready to drop at nine o'clock that morning, he said. Mm. So, wow. You know. Wow. So, well done, Team Aotearoa, especially to you, Adam uh, and Glenn, you know, for, for take year because you, you can't keep running on your own, can you? So, Absolutely. So, to have the two of you there, uh, both legends, uh, well done. Um, uh, yeah. So, of course, it, it was a global race. So, yep. just to show you how much these can cha- these things can change, Spain, so 15 runners. Yep. At 24 hours, still got all 15 runners. Yeah, I know. Right? It's 12 hours later, 36 hours, done, dusted, Absolutely. all over. That's amazing, isn't it? Amazing. It can just change like that, can't yep. it? Which we saw at Riverhead last year. Canada looking super yeah. strong. Still looking, I'm yep. hopeful, super strong. Uh, yep. Led by Dave Proctor. Fast um, Dave. Yep, Fast Dave, if we had on the show a couple of times. But he was the second runner, one of the runners out after yep. 24 hours. Mm. Again, that's no joke. But, you know, the United States, which had an incredible roster, looking really strong. DeWalter, Gutel. You know, the list goes on. They didn't start with Mike Wardian. Um, he's gutted. He's he's injured. Um and preformer syndrome. What is that? My wife has it. What is that, nurse? It's something that Mike Wardian and my wife have. Really? It's kind of like your side ass gets a bit in it. Yeah, it's a muscle in your. It's a muscle glute, in your butt. And it's an, and, yeah, it's, and it's hard to get to. But wow. yeah, okay. It's All right. Well, painful. we are recording on Monday night, so let's do a check. We're just going to have a look. I mean, let's check our temperatures. Let's yeah. check the time. And it is. We're doing this. We're clicking right now, so we're coming up to an hour. We might. Yeah. Get <gasps> Ooh. Okay, so we've got look, we've literally just clicked on this. So uh, as of yard forty three, they're currently on yard forty three. So Belgium yep. have got three runners. Uh, the only one I know out of Belgium is um, Carol Sabe. So mm-hmm. um, Canada look like they're yeah. I mean that there's looks one like person on. Well, I guess well, I guess one. We've still got three minutes to the hour. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I guess they're waiting for one more person to come in. France has got two runners. Yep. Sweden's got two. The States got five. Do Walter still in there? Yep. Conrad Moore, Rainwater, and Lewis. Yep. Germany with three. Yep. Mexico have four. Four. Australia have two. Australia. Murphy and Love Day still Murphy going. Murphy and Love Day. Wow. Yep. And Japan, they've got one runner as well. So yeah, so that so. might change by the hour. But guess, we're getting but down to. Well, we're, we're not. Really we're we're actually not getting down 43. to the wire because if these people could continue on for another. Yeah. 20 laps. That's right. That's yeah. right. I mean, it's just, it's, ugh, who knows when it's going to end. So, I mean, this is terrible uh, timing. Um, yeah, Chris Murphy and Barry Loveday, the Australians there. Wow. Um, good on yous. And their good average laps are 45 minutes, 15 yeah. and 27 respectively. Yeah. So amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And still uh, Anna Carlson from Sweden, Marina Kalasa from Germany, Courtney Dewalter, Sarah Moore. Uh, I think that's Stephanie Simpson. Is she still in? But, you know, plenty of women still in Amazing. and amongst it. Yep. Yep. I said to Gareth, I don't think gender has a place in this nah. thing at all. No. Nah. You can't. Nah. Nah. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But when you when you scroll down the list and you, they've got um, their sort of comments about their previous history. And yeah, you ridiculous. get in this one. What's this? Best performance, 67 laps, yep. according to Walter. Spartathlon, oh. UTMB, uh, Double Decker yeah. Ironman. Yeah. <laughs> um, we might try and slip in a little bit of an update next. Absolutely. Before we go out. But anyway. Well done to everyone at Team Aotearoa. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Matt, for all that recording. It's my absolute pleasure. It's beautiful. Uh, thanks to everyone who chatted to us. Yep. Thank you very much for putting up with us to get a quarter in your face. Yeah. Thanks to Mel for bringing us uh, his special news there. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Uh, and thank you to you lot for tuning in. Yep. We're on social media at Dirt Church Radio. You can email us at dirtchurchradio at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and other podcast platforms. And you can download direct from the website, which is dirtchurchradio.com. Yeah, I'm not even going to say that because I always mess it up Also, if we're not so, where you want us to, let us know. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us. Also, if you like what you see, please spread the love. It would be great as if many people heard the show as possible. And for that, we need your help. It's just a mental thing. Can't do it. Uh, don't forget to send in your greatest run ever. We really love hearing them, and we know that you love hearing them too. So do your fellow listeners a favor and write it down and send it in to us. Thanks to our sponsors, Scott Running for the Faster Spring Energy and Cielli. Thank you to our Patreon patrons and Wild Things. Thank you to our editor, Kieran. We've got a great guest lined up for you next week. So tune in then, and ka kite. Ka kite. Thanks, Rigby. <laughs>